Hey guys, so welcome to the 8th episode, season 4 of the Dean Express Show. And uh, in this season, we are going to discuss journeys of various podcasters all around the world and how they are doing podcasts, their future goals and many more. And in today's episode, I have someone really interesting because the, th- the how I actually found it is, I just, I just definitely have to say this because I saw one of her comments, in a, you know, in a Facebook post. And I wondered like, when she had RJ on her name, I wondered like, I never actually seen many RJs doing podcasts. So I came to her profile and saw her that the voiceover is so astonishing. I can't believe like if she ever did a commercial for any one of the, you know, marketing, you know, companies and all definitely that leads would be like extremely, you know, great. And so she's been radio jockey for 10 years almost. So I a TV host for two years and now she's doing podcasts and everything. And uh, there are plenty more she has done and definitely leave in the description because if we go on doing that, almost all podcasts would be over. So, and so without further ado, let me introduce to RJ Akanksha, I guess I hope I'm running in the name, right? So uh, please tell us about yourself yes. and your podcasting career so far. Thank you so much. Uh, well, majorly people mistake uh, in spell, spelling out my name. So I spell my name with double A. So that's yeah. where they majorly do the mistake. As far as the pronunciations are concerned, you were almost there. And uh, I always give benefit of doubt and, you know, because pronunciation is one thing. Mm-hmm. In the year 2020, we should be very, very neutral about. Mm-hmm. People of different origins, they will have different kind of pronunciation. So we should be very neutral about that. And thank you so much for the nice introduction. I think, uh, you know, with that such in- introduction, I always feel that I'm jack of all trades but I'm master of none, but I yeah. think that is my strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, to answer your question that uh, podcast is not my full-time career. Mm-hmm. Podcast is something uh, which I, which will be my full-time career. And mm-hmm. why I'm saying will be with so much of confidence, because I know that yeah. podcast is the next radio for another 10 years. Yeah. And as you said that I've spent 10 years in radio. So I, when I started radio, I was the first child of second revolution, which happened in the non-metro cities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed the airwaves for about 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And I know that podcast is going to be there for another 10, 12 years. It's going to be, uh, yeah. there is a huge growth. So I think uh, I'm going to get that, that you know, early bird luck. It's not my full-time career. I am still a radio host uh, with the corporate radio. Besides this, yes, I am also a full-time voiceover artist. I do voicing for a lot of brands. And uh, yes, I'm also a video presenter for various videos. So that's about it. Well, awesome. And you know, this is, I have actually a friend of mine. She actually started her career in RJ as, you know, because she always says that I like to talk to people. Like that's one of the main reasons why she started doing RJ and she talks a lot. She really talks a lot. Okay. But uh, is there any other reason why people choose to be an RJ? Because it's not an easy job because when you start it and you keep on talking and if you can't find the, and if you find a person that doesn't vibe with you right in the middle of that, your whole day might, you know, get shut. You know, that's, there's some reasons for it. So is there anything you know, for your reason you have like for to be an RJ, anything like that? Well, I'll pick from your question only. You yourself said that you have a friend and she talks a lot. She talks a lot. Yeah. That expression is not a compliment. No, it's a compliment in a way, exaggerating. In a way, in a way that sometimes you feel like, oh my God, when she will be shut. For but, me, yeah, for uh, me, yes, not for that everyone. That is absolutely a huge myth. That's absolutely yeah. a huge myth. If somebody comes and say, 
that uh, I want to become a radio jockey because I mm. talk a lot. I love yeah. talking to people. That is absolutely a myth. To become mm. a radio jockey, you do not need to love talking, but you need to love to talk sense. When you make sense, only then people will listen. Number one, I do not like talking to people a lot. I like talking to them only when I'm interviewing them because mm-hmm. there is a process that you're following. There is yeah. a process that you're exploring the person. Only then I like to talk. Or otherwise, if I'm on a date with somebody, only then I like to talk. Otherwise, I don't like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, very importantly, mm-hmm. rule number one, to become a radio jockey, you need to know why, why, what is there in you that makes sense that people mm-hmm. would like to listen. You want yeah. to talk would not make you a great RJ. Mm-hmm. You talk sense will make you a great RJ. Why yeah. I became a radio jockey? Well, it was by a fluke because I didn't, I didn't, you know, there was not much exposure by then. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. about like 12 years ago, 2006. There, Facebook was had barely arrived in our yeah. country. It was Orkut there. Orkut had even, you know, they, they were just on yeah. their uh, very nascent stage. And uh, I didn't even know that radio can be a full-time career. Mm. And radio jockey is just one post in radio. There are a lot of posts and positions that one can work and take up as a career. So it's a serious business, very serious business. Oh, great. So what's your thoughts on people like, uh, you know, uh, now you've jumped up from radio, you've jumped onto podcasting because you know that in the next 10 years or 20 years, podcasting will be there like as the next radio. So do you think that, you know, this radio business will go out of like, you know, the radio will go out of it or will it stay? And as a like, you know, competitor for the podcasting, like because you came out of it and still in that. So what's your thoughts on that? Exactly. So uh, radio will exist mm-hmm. because uh, there is a very... Uh, apt example I can give you that uh, Doordarshan. Yeah. Doordarshan is still exists. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a competition, it was a very, very fierce competition to all the cable channels during the lockdown mm-hmm. because they had the strongest content. Yeah. Mahabharata and Ramayana. Okay. They will exist. Mm-hmm. FM will exist as a competitor. Because India as a country has got a varied economic levels, Mm -hmm. geographical levels. That is why everybody cannot be on app and everybody cannot be on radio. You have got listenership in parts and portions, you know, varying across the country. Mm -hmm. So FM radio is going to be there. Yes. The means to survive or, um, you know, they would have to do some kind of makeover for uh, their existence. That is for sure, but uh, it will remain. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, there's this product called Sarigama Karwan. Okay, that's this, uh, it's called a small radio and it's actually containing full of, uh, you know, old songs and everything. And I've always wondered, like, you know, being an MBA is kind of my thing to analyze why it's in the pro, you know, market, everything and stuff to look at that point of view. So I wondered, like, why it came onto the product, like, you know, after such long years, they only can know that, like, there's a huge market for like old age people, like, you know, 60 years or 70 years. They still, uh, you know, listen to the song because they hate now the hip hop and everything. They totally hate it. If there's someone hear it, I mean, like, obviously they would say, what the hell is this song? So, yeah, I think, I think for that format, I think it's, it's, going, it's going to be great. So what's your thoughts on that? Like this, this you've been, uh, you know, in radio jockey for 10 years. What's your thoughts on this cultural change when it comes to being an RJ or, you know, podcaster? What's your thoughts on that? 
Well, when you're a radio jockey, A, you are representing a brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, being on air, that comes with a lot of rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. You cannot talk about politics. You cannot talk about sex. You mm-hmm. cannot talk about your personal opinion. Mm-hmm. There have been times that I was, uh, I really had a very different personal opinion. But I could not put it on air because mm-hmm. I was uh, absolutely representing a brand. Yeah. And there are serious, serious uh, rules that you're supposed to follow. As far as podcast is concerned in India at the mm-hmm. moment, there are not much regulations. Yeah. It's just that if your content is explicit, you just need to take it as explicit. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of podcasters, uh, I would not say, but a lot of females are also taking advantage of it by putting a little explicit content in podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is also by garnering, you know, that kind of listenership. I'm not in pro in that, but yes. In my episodes, you will see there is one episode which I have also ticked as mm-hmm. explicit because I've talked uh, certain portions, but I felt that uh, my listeners should know, be aware that yeah. there can can be a moment like that. With podcasts, there is one uh, positive thing is that majorly peop- there is only a solo person who would listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. But when yeah. it is radio, it's a group of people who yeah. are listening. Mm-hmm. So uh, the major difference comes in. For example, what happens is that uh, a lot of magazines you would find feature sex-related problems. Mm-hmm. You know why? It is very easy to there because you read a magazine alone. There is no one else watching you that what are you reading. <laughs> yeah. So you listen to a podcast alone. Mm-hmm. So it's much easier to put every kind of content there. But uh, just like we have got aesthetics in clothes and looks, mm-hmm. there has to be aesthetics in audio also. If you're serving any kind of a, uh, uh, any kind of explicit content, there has mm-hmm. to be a purpose. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that is that is my. Oh, great. And you know, one good point that you mentioned is that uh, when you're talking, you are like representing a brand, not your personal opinion. I think many people suffer from this because when you're pres- representing a band, brand and it actually kind of contradicts with your personal opinion. Many people mm-hmm. would like, you know, fell into this depression, like I'm doing something wrong. It's against my ethics, you know, and everything and stuff. How do you actually overcome that? Like, you know, in business, this actually, uh, sorry to interrupt, just as <laughs> want to clear things up. Um, you know, in business, I actually kind of have this personal trouble because when my client uh, asking me to, you know, when he sends a text, like do this, uh, please do this fast, something like that. You know, when he doesn't add my name in front, like Jeff, please do this or anything like that. I kind of feel like, I don't know, out of the context a little bit, like, you know, he's being rude or anything. I'm, I'm being self, I mean, like childish, I know, but uh, I don't know when some, some people doesn't use my name and, you know, just sends a text, like uh, do this and do that. It kind of being rude. And uh, yeah, I know it's just business, but still I kind of get personal to it. So how do I suggest that people actually get out, get away from that? Well, I think, uh, you asked like two questions. Yeah, two things, One was yeah. that when your opinion contradicts, mm-hmm. With your your on-air profile, Mm -hmm. then you tend to feel that what are you doing and why are you doing this, which happened with me also, like after like seven, eight years in radio or nine years in radio, Mm -hmm. even I started feeling similar way Mm -hmm. that uh, why am I doing this? It is not correct. Okay. So at that point, I took a break from radio and I Mm -hmm. joined TV. Okay. So that that's majorly. (laughs) Two different things that are. Yeah, so I, I joined radio, that's mm-hmm. it. And uh, uh, I joined sorry, TV. Yeah. And uh, uh, to answer your second question, I'm not really sure about how it works outside India. Mm-hmm. But in India, the major problem is that people 
have this tendency even the companies and employers have this tendency to seek that if that person is uh, employee of mine or mm-hmm. if i have delegated any kind of work to that person that person becomes my personal slave that is a very uh, i do not know how, how what exactly to label that kind of mentality maybe because we were slaves for so long here that is the mentality that we have we always say i'm working for that company mm-hmm. we never say i'm working with Good. that yeah. company okay that is number one difference now because i'm working as a freelancer and even when i was in a job i mm-hmm. have worked on a lot of freelance uh, assignments mm-hmm. lot of uh, employees have this tendency to think that because i'm giving job to this person i own this person and i that gives me right to talk to that person in any way sometimes you know it is because our sheer need of money we mm-hmm. agree or we succumb to those circumstances mm-hmm. but what i would say is that always reply and give your viewpoint that's what i do as a single mother i am also the sole bread earner for my family that is mm-hmm. for myself and for my daughter no no one else pays my bills mm-hmm. in that case there are times where i feel where i felt that you know this this employer is not treating me nicely mm-hmm. i make sure that next time in future i would not work with that employer that's how i i try to perceive or i try to change that person's opinion and yeah and yeah i agree on that and but that's just this one contradiction i i think everyone would say that if we do that we lose our job sometimes okay because if people yes. sometimes like you know who's having like a poor background and everything and uh, so what do you want to tell to those people if they say that as an excuse uh, that's what i said that uh, situations never remain the same uh-huh. that's what i said that there have been times when i was doing uh, some kind of job where there was a fear in my mind that i will lose my job mm-hmm. but now the situation is not same i do not have that fear i know if i will lose this job or if i will lose this assignment i will get something else because i am very confident so this situation will not remain same mm-hmm. so for that situation for that point of time i think you need to adjust with the circumstances yeah but then work on your skill this much that from next time onwards you know that you are very confident about your skill mm-hmm. and you will win that situation that is the only thing you can only work on yourself you cannot change other person yeah exactly and to be honest i actually needed that sentence so thank you for that as well <laughs> So uh, another thing I want to ask you is that so as you said you have been RJ for ten years you know how did it actually help in the career of podcasting because being an RJ it's kind of like uh, it's it's being live right you know when it comes to like you know radio it's like being live but in podcasting you just record it and publish it that's different like you said so how did actually that career help when it comes to you well um, with RJ I was always a radio jockey who mm-hmm. used to select uh, her own content mm-hmm. and. Uh, develop her own content so this helped me you know with this i have a practice of for developing new content every week mm-hmm. my podcast is a monologue it's not a guest based or mm-hmm. or interview based format yeah okay so when you develop a monologue you have to work on your own content there is mm-hmm. no one else is contributing the content yeah. so if let's say i'm making a podcast of 10 minutes Mm-hmm. so if 8 minutes other person is speaking and 2 minutes i am talking i have got 8 minutes of content i just yeah. 
explored that personality. So now your major work remains in just finding out a guest, arranging a guest and getting them. So that is your energy is going in. Uh, so it Arjing helped me number one in uh, generating content. Mm-hmm. Number two is uh, the understanding the audio part of it. You know, mm-hmm. I already had my mic in place, my software's yeah. in place. I already had that complete audio knowledge. In fact, a lot of people who heard my podcast even commented the similar thing that your podcast audio is very good, very clear. Mm-hmm. So that helped me. And the third thing, uh, what I feel is that as a radio jockey also, I talk to one person. Mm-hmm. And as a podcast podcaster also, I talk to one person. Okay. So when you imagine one person and talk to that person, it helps you build a one-to-one connection. That is why last night also somebody just messaged me on my Instagram that I heard your podcast and there was an instant smile on my face. Hmm. Why? Because he or she, I do not know if it was he or she, uh, he or she could relate. So relatability factor comes in when there is a one-to-one connection. Uh, There could be a various other formats of podcast also, but this is the trick that I follow. Any tips on like how to improve that? Like any, like, you know, uh, like perfect sentence or anything like that to build that one-to-one connection? Well, there can be uh, hundreds of rules which Mm. one can teach you, Uh. but there are no rules. (laughs) Once you do this on your own, Mm -hmm. see, uh, uh, you would say again and again, I'm saying skill. I have Mm. never used the word talent. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Because Arjing podcasting is not a talent. It's a skill that you have acquired Mm -hmm. and to practice a skill means practice it daily. Mm -hmm. So you will hone your skills. So this is a basic uh, exercise that I can suggest. There are no rules to it. When you Mm -hmm. do it on your own, only then you would be able to crack it. So make your Mm -hmm. own rules. That's good. That's good. So this is kind of something that I got inspired you from because of your voice, right? So your voice, that's the way you do, do with things that was totally amazing. So, you know, podcasting people will say that it's called finding your voice. When someone found your voice, then that's how it also would be like everything. So in your podcast, what does your voice represent? Well, my voice, my, the name of my podcast is better version with me, mm-hmm. wherein the he- headline is, uh, which I've recently actually explored the headline. Earlier, it was like just giving you the better chapters of my life. I, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I listen to other podcasts also. So I was listening to this one of the audiobook where she used the word life book. Mm-hmm. And that's when I changed it to that, uh, you know, from my life book, reading mm-hmm. out the better version chapters. Mm-hmm. Because what I feel is that I'm a very apt example of somebody who was born in a middle class family in a two-tier city where uh, very very less resources were available. But I always had this global thinking. Mm-hmm. I always had this sixth sense and a gut feeling that this is the future, mm-hmm. which I do not know how. I was just gifted, I feel. So uh, in that case, uh, I feel that and the, the graph, the graph of my life where I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of uh, professional setbacks also I've seen a personal setback also so I felt that you know I think um, the chapters that I would read from my life can help someone else to become a better version so that's that that's how the total uh, voice of about of my podcast is Oh, great. You know, it's, it's really funny how we got the name because how I actually got my name for the podcast I actually had it like uh, 
I kind of forgot something related to passion. That's what I, na- I had the name as a podcast was. But then there's a series called Sex Education. There's this, you know, English series. And it's, it's really a fun one. And uh, there will be a guy, uh, he will say that you can just open your new, um, like uh, open your new shop or anything. And you can name it as the Teen Whisperer. You can name it as that. And I wondered like, that's a really nice name. I wanted, I just typed it. No one has a name. So I took it. I'm still trying to pay it in it, but uh, I couldn't get that copyright and everything and stuff. I was trying because I don't know. It was a really good name. And uh, yeah, I think, I think that's one of the reasons why it got, but I don't know. I think people, you know, take everything from everyone these days. So I just, I don't feel guilty like having that name on Quest, I guess. No, there is, there is uh, no need to feel guilty because... Yeah. Uh, there is a book also which says that there are only 101 original ideas in this world. The rest mm. all are circulating like energy. So we always pick up some or the other idea from someone else. Mm-hmm. There is, There will always be a small teeny weeny thread which will be picked up and then we might develop that as an idea and then later on as content. But we always pick up things from something else. <laughs> oh, that just made me feel better, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so this is something that I want to ask you. It's like uh, out of the box question. And before you know, going into another chapter, is that uh, who was the last person that you actually made smile today? And I made smile today. Yeah. Um, I think uh, my daughter. Actually, it should be last person would be that, you know, the last message which I received last night on my Instagram that when a person who heard my podcast and said, <laughs> when I heard your podcast, there was a smile uh-huh. on my face. <laughs> so that's the person I <laughs> <Yeah>. made smile. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I think because, you know, uh, when I interview people from the US or anything like that, it will be morning there, okay? It will be night for me. And they would say, it will be myself because when I wake up in the morning at, uh, you know, looking at the mirror myself, you know, all this floppy and everything, I actually smile myself. That's what they would say. So, yeah, I think I think that that's a very good example. I kind of ask it because, you know, my kind of vision is that human should impact another human's life. Like, that's how the circle actually goes, you know, according to me at, at least. So if you could answer that question easily, then obviously, like, you've impacted someone's life. And you did, you know, when you received the message last night. So, yeah, that's one of the things I always ask. Uh, so one thing before going on to another segment I actually have for surprise is that um, how to improve your, you know, slang or voice. Like, you're an artist, like, you always, you know, do everything. So skill is another one of the things. So what do you give any tips and tricks you know, that can be, that cannot be found on YouTube, according to your personal things. Well, for good voice or mm-hmm. to um, basically improve your base and your voice, I think the most tried and tested exercise, which mm-hmm. majorly all the theater people, all the voice coaches will tell you is to chant Om. If you are of some other spirituality or some other religion, you don't want to chant Om. I'll give you another word which is very close to Om and that is home. Okay. Uh-huh. So if you chant home, that also gives you a similar sound of mm-hmm. home. Number one. Number two, again, number two, three, four, five, six, seven are going to be practice, 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 practice. Hmm. See, uh, there was a time when I had very good US accent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I stopped practicing. 
and I forgot that US accent. Now I completely deny doing all the voiceovers which have got US accent. Mm -hmm. Simply because uh, I was lazy enough to revise or uh, practice that. Now I myself have taken up that challenge that I in 21 days I will again learn the British accent. Wow, good choice. Okay. I was about to say that you can learn. You can. I was about to say that. Wow, wow, <laughs> awesome, awesome. So. So British accent mm -hmm. to learn that I have devised my own exercises. Okay. Now it's totally up to me. As much as I will practice, I will attain it. So one exercise is this. Second exercise is that whenever you read anything, mm -hmm. reading is a very good exercise, be it via newspaper article or any book, read while imagining every word. Hmm. Okay, so there has to be a story going on in your mind or in front of your eyes whenever you whenever you are reading. Mm -hmm. It also helps in uh, you know slowing down your pace when you talk. Second, it also helps you to open your mouth correctly to give mm -hmm. every word the correct weightage that is required. Mm -hmm. I think these are the two basic exercises that one should do. Uh, it will help you a lot. Oh, great. And just one thing is that my mom always says, you know, I kind of have this uh, nasal block sometimes whenever it is, uh, you know, kind of, uh, it's kind of hereditary thing, you know, and until 30 years of age, we have this, uh, you know, kind of wheezing. So my mom always says that do uh, breathing exercise, like, you know, uh, breathe in and breathe out. That's what my mom always does. Does it also work? Because my mom always says that. So just, I'm just clarifying it. So uh, here I would like to give you two tips. Uh, mm -hmm. One is that I also have got uh, acute nasal problem. In mm -hmm. fact, I sound a little bit nasal also. Mm -hmm. People who are of utmost voice talent can definitely pick that out from my voice. That yes, at times I sound nasal. And as, because I also have got sinus problem. Mm -hmm. So uh, this, the breathing exercise helps. And second tip is that, that uh, moms are always right. Okay. <laughs> you are saying this because you are mom right now. If you are at my age, you obviously wouldn't have that. <laughs> no matter which, which era mom am I, moms are always right. So follow your mom. Whatever she says, she's always correct. <laughs> you just savaged yes, me. Do you know yes. that? You just savaged me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So, uh, so next is I actually have a kind of a rapid fire round. Like, you know, I, I, I ask different questions, uh, related to podcasting and kind of life and funny. So you just have to answer it in a, you know, a single, a single line or two. That's uh, totally enough for that. Sounds cool. Absolutely. You be rapid and I'm always on fire. <laughs> All right. So the first question is, uh, what do you like about podcast? They are a medium which do not disturb you while you are working. Like I'm cycling and I can listen to a podcast and I feel very happy about myself that I'm in that intellectual circle where I'm learning something new every day. Awesome. So what do you don't like about podcast? What I don't like about podcast is that they're not giving me money. <laughs> awesome. So what are the single biggest problem that you're actually facing when it comes to podcasting? People do not know where to listen podcasts. <laughs> awesome. Uh, next is, uh, if you have never done podcast, like, you know, you have never started it and then what else you have done in that free time? Sorry, what? If you have never done the podcast, then what else you would have done in those, in, the, in that time? 
what else I would have done? Yeah. Oh, I prepare one YouTube video a week. I am mm. also working on my on, online course. I've just completed my first online course, yeah. uh, second online course is on the way. Mm-hmm. I'm also a Kathak student. So I really have to churn out time for podcast. I homeschool my daughter. So mm-hmm. uh, I take out like two and a half hours a day to teach her mm-hmm. and uh, basic home, so, home chores. So mm-hmm. I actually take out time to work on my podcast. So that question is very invalid in my case. <laughs> so it's like you want to do podcast. You wanted it no matter what. That's how it is. Exactly. <laughs> wow, this is a different answer I've ever received so far. Oh, right. So uh, the fifth question is that if you are ever hit by a car, right? I'm not taking this in negative sense, just saying hit by a car and your just face is full of airbag and who would be the last person that you ever come, come into your mind? My daughter, of course. Well, in case if, if, if you know, if, if she isn't there, just, just saying, if she, because obviously your mother obviously say her, it's an obvious question about an obvious answer. Just in case, if there's someone else, who would be the second last person? Uh, I think my current boyfriend. <laughs> That's a nice one. <laughs> awesome. So uh, the final question is that, so in, if in case, uh, you know, you found this interview really boring and you want to get out of this interview, what excuse would you say? I never make any conversation. I never let go any conversation boring. I am a very interesting person. I make every conversation very interesting. That is why my podcast series is on dates mm-hmm. and Everybody I dated, no matter uh, we dated again or not, mm-hmm. the one thing I always got is that you are a very interesting person. Mm-hmm. No matter you know if the date went ahead in any kind of further relationship, but they always said that they really enjoyed the date. So I never let any conversation go boring. I always make it interesting. You know, I'm supposed to ask the questions and you're supposed to answer it. It's not rejecting you, actually rejecting every single question. So if in case it, it went like a little bit of boring, so what excuse would you say to go out? Just hypothetically speaking. Oh my God. This is, this is actually one of the coolest tricks, but still, I think. <laughs> Are you actually going? Are you, oh, no, you're not stuck. Oh, I think we lost the connection. <laughs> I would just say this. <laughs> and also lost the connection. That's but, but that that's actually weird, you know, post. People don't notice this that I think. So <laughs> wow. that was awesome. So this one final question before closing is that um what would you give as a best tip to a fellow podcaster who's actually just starting now the podcast? If we ask you for the best tip, what would you give? Uh please go watch my YouTube videos, which I've made launch your podcast in three steps. Mm -hmm. My YouTube channel is RJ Akanksha. These three videos will help you to start your podcast in the best possible manner. Just Mm -hmm. three videos and three steps. Very, very important. My YouTube channel is RJ Akanksha. You know, I have to say, you really know how to make use of the situation. Trust me, even if you are, you know, left in an island with no water, nothing, you'll definitely make out of it. I, it is actually a compliment. Oh, it's but, a compliment. But, but island would be surrounded with water. It's, it's salt water. water. You can't, you can't drink that. You but you just, make, oh you just need to do. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, I can understand what you're going to You answer. can survive. 
<laughs> I think I've never been savage ever in my podcast ever. So I think I think this is going to be like you know. I'm going to this put... time, you know, you, this time, you know, uh, you're talking to a mom. And an Ajay. Obviously, you are more experienced than I am. Yeah. Yes. Wow! 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 That's good. That's good. So. Uh, Yeah, is there anything else you want to ask me? Like tables turn. Like you are now the interviewer. I'm the guy who's a guest. So is there anything else you want to ask me? Okay, the the most boring guest till date, who was just answering in yes and yes and no. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I had worse than that because uh, once I had a guest, I mean, like I never knew he was not a guest actually until he got on. He was actually sleeping and he was answering my question and uh, he didn't even have have his face, you know, shown. and uh, he didn't even say that no actually i'm not a guest i'm just here to ask questions and he didn't even say that i was like hey guys welcome to the eighth episode i was saying that and he was still sleeping and he didn't answer the question yet and only after even after finishing he didn't say he was not a guest and one day after going out to the facebook comments i saw that i'm only here to ask question i didn't saw i didn't see that i just want i just saw i will i would love to come here as a guest just to ask questions that part i left out so that was the first just for 15 minutes it was but it actually kind of it actually hurt in a personal level really a lot because he was sleeping and i don't know i seriously get you know kind of really my heart really breaks every single time i think of that okay and uh, any guest who who you chased a lot to get on board chased a lot well considering season 3 and 4 so far is you obviously <laughs> exactly i like you Yeah, yeah, like you know, like you know, how to say, like you know, texting two, three, three times, like you know, asking and everything and stuff, like you know, reminder and everything, like how to say, um, I don't know, waiting for that long much time. That actually I'm saying, but <laughs> okay, okay, and uh, um, when are you making money out of your podcast? Uh, not like in a sponsorship way, but. Sometimes I get clients out of it. I actually made a hundred dollars, like uh, doing doing a video edit for a for a guest that actually came out of my podcast. So yeah, getting clients in a way, but I'm not interested in sponsorships and everything. Just maybe someone who wants to you know do this editing for me or anything like that, I'll do that. But not in a sponsorship. But yeah, I got a hundred dollars out of it. Okay, and uh, last question is going to be that: um, Do you feel that? Uh, you know you do not have any energy left in doing any more podcast episodes mentally no but physically my ear actually kind of started to hurt because i have been doing podcast like two podcast every single day for for you know for seven days in a straight row so obviously my you know i just i actually had this as an headset you know i kind of changed it and you know had this so Yeah, do you have any tips for you know the ears not to hurt <laughs> because it's hurting a lot when it comes to like you are talking like for hard every single like two hours every single day continuously. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Simple questions. <laughs> no ulterior, no explicit stuff. Yeah, well, I when I close this, I will get the same things. Oh my god, what is she has asked? Oh my god, you know I trust me, I've never been savaged more. So. I don't know. I'm going to you know promote this post a lot because when you actually embarrass yourself in something, that actually everything will ever get hit. That kind of saying in India: if you ever if you embarrass yourself, you'll get hit. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, that is actually the current wave also. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really uh, means a lot. And uh, guys, this is 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm running out of words actually because every single time the last, I would say like uh, you know, uh, there are t- tons of things that you can do. You know, we had discussed a lot, but uh, I don't know. So we have discussed a lot of things in this podcast, like you know, being in a, how Anji actually works and uh, how the voice actually you know improves yourself a lot. And uh, uh, she has given best tip like to follow her on YouTube channel, and I've given the link in the comment section below so you can go and check that out. And Akanksha, if you have like any uh, uh, place to find find you, like other than uh, on uh, YouTube or anything else, like what are the places that people can find you? Well, you can find me um, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter, on uh, these are the social media sites by the handle RJ Akanksha. Mm-hmm. I spell my name double A. So this is, these are the social media places where you can find and once you will find me there, you will always find me in your heart. So handle with care and love. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I think, I think, you know, this is actually a show hosted by Ajay Akanksha rather than the Jeffrey Bhupati. So you can, you can, I think actually I'm going to put a handle on that. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And is there anything else you want to contribute at last? Just saying. Thank you so much. It is so, so lovely. Uh, I do not know if you're actually in your teens or not, but uh, I can definitely uh, contemplate that you are way younger to me. And uh, along with your studies and along with a lot of stuff, I'm sure you must be busy. You're taking time out to do a podcast. Uh, That is a very, very good thing about you. Keep doing that and uh, keep uh, spreading smile and love. Or should I say, keep whispering, smile and laugh. I'm going to use a sentence as a, you know, promo for my very funny podcast. Thanks for that. <laughs> guys, Thank thanks. you so much. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast.